Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Biden administration runs rampant on abortion. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom to talk about this issue is Holly Mead. Well, when Congress meets in mid-June to discuss the fiscal year budget 2023, the Biden administration is pushing a very radical pro-death agenda, and it has a wish list of items that includes $1.1 billion, with a B, dollars in increase in the amount of taxpayer funding toward the killing of innocent unborn children. Holly, that's startling. We already have money in the budget that should never be with regards to abortion, and that was very much limited under the Trump administration. But now he wants to add $1.1 billion in increase for the killing of innocent children, not only domestically, but globally as well. Right. I mean, this should make us weep, Matt. I mean, this le the legacy of this administration truly is one of death and human genocide with a lot of blood on their hands. But we as the church, I mean, this is our opportunity. We should listen to this and rise up and start speaking about this and say, no, this is not where we want our taxpayer dollars. And in fact, we have here, we can just go over just a brief overview. We, there is a long list, a long list that Unfortunately, we actually have yeah. uh, that it much more than we can cover in this program. But one of the things that this budget does is remove the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment prohibits federal funding for abortion. So when you remove that, that opens the floodgates for funding abortion, including insurance plans that include abortion. And it has been America's most effective pro-life public policy. With that gone, this opens the floodgates. The law has been renewed every year since 1976 on a bipartisan basis, and a majority of Americans support it. Yeah, they've done polling, and Americans don't support abortion overall. No, no and they don't, and especially funding of abortion. And really? It would also remove what's called the Dornan, uh, Dorman Amendment. Uh, the Dorman Amendment prohibits and prevents uh, appropriated funds, federal or D.C. revenues, from being used to pay for abortions for women in D.C. Medicaid programs. Without this protection, D.C. taxpayer dollars would pay for an estimated 1,400 to 1,500 abortions every year. That's 1,500 abortions every year we would pay. That's just in the District of Columbia. That's just this on this amendment, yeah. It increases uh, funding for contraception, including for abortifacient or abortion-inducing drugs and devices, such as abortion pills. It increases funding for what's known as Title X, family planning programs to $400 million, which allows grantees to um, literally, you know, push uh, and let the money go to abortion clinics and requires referral for abortion. Title 10 was a prime funding source for, you guessed it, Planned Parenthood, providing it with $56 million annually when the rule was previously in place. You see who's driving this agenda here. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It increases uh, funding for teen pregnancy prevention by $111 million, which has been another funding stream for Planned Parenthood. Its programs have been uh, ineffective at reducing teen pregnancies, STDs, and risky behavior, and its curricula may actively support, does actively support abortion, 
and undermine parental involvement. Because you think about all this sexual information that is being put in the curriculum for children as young as kindergartners. Guess who's behind that? Yeah. That's Planned Parenthood pushing this to make these kids sexually active at an early age so that, oops, then they get pregnant and they have to go get an abortion, which is continually funding Planned Parenthood. Absolutely. It increases funding for the United Nations Population Fund to $56 million, uh, in the State Department request that would also, you know, just dole this out around the world. And not only would it dole it out, but the State Department will use its authority to force these other nations that otherwise are pro-life to loosen their abortion uh, restrictions. It includes so much other uh, funding as well. It includes a funding for the Gender Equity and Equality Action Fund, uh, which replaced the Women's Global Development and Prosperity Initiative. In June 2021, the Biden administration stated that this fund was part of its strategy to advance sexual and reproductive health and rights, which is a common euphemism for abortion advocacy. Yeah, it's important to look at these euphemisms they use, and it's like uh, health care, sexual reproductive health and rights. It all means abortion. And we have, you know, in the meantime, approximately 70 congressional Republicans have sent a letter to the Justice Department demanding an investigation into the deaths of 115 unborn babies whose remains were recovered on March 25 from Washington Surge Center on F Street Northwest. Three physicians associated with the Charlotte Lozier Institute have reviewed the photographs of these babies and video of the five largest aborted babies and stated publicly that they appear to be victims of partial birth abortion or infanticide. And I've seen those photos, and I would say definitely so. They are absolutely horrendous. horrendous. Yeah. And what happened is there were some pro-life individuals who saw this person loading these boxes onto um transportation vehicle and asked the person, do you know what's in there? He said, no. He said, aborted babies. Do you mind if we uh, take one of those so that we can give them a proper burial? Mm -hmm. And the person apparently gave them custody or control. Or walked away. Or walked away yeah. and let them take one of those containers, not all of them. And one of those containers had 115 aborted babies in it five of which are late-term abortions. This is from one abortion facility in D.C. Yeah, from one abortion facility in D.C. And in fact, uh, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has received a letter uh, asking her to investigate uh, these abortions and to determine whether or not they were in violation of the federal law because according to the medical people who have reviewed these photos, they say it looks like these might have been partial birth abortions. And in fact, partial birth abortion is banned federally. Right. There's other late-term abortions like DNX, which would be you know, dismembership, uh, dismemberment, and um, those would be terrible abortions as well. And then you have 70 congressional Republicans who sent that letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland yeah, demanding— yeah, demanding the DOJ investigate the deaths of these babies. Well, the, the, the remains happening. of some of the, these pictures show evidence of what may be a partial birth abortion because partial birth abortion was banned uh, federally, and it's been upheld by the United States Supreme Court, the ban on partial birth abortion. That particular procedure 
involves where you breech birth the baby, bringing the baby out head uh, feet first, leaving the head in the womb. While the head is still in the womb, one hand holds the baby in place so that its head is still in the womb. The other hand punctures the base of the skull of the baby. And then a cannula is put in to suck out the brains of the baby while it's alive. The photographs of these five babies, some of them show a hole in the base of the skull. So why would you have a hole in the base of the skull? And then their skull has been partially collapsed because they have likely taken out the brains of this baby. It's just horrendous. It's a horrendous. It's not fun to talk about for sure, but people need to, we need to know, we as the church need to know what's happening so that we rise up against this. Because on the other hand, then you've got $1.1 billion, the Biden administration wants us, the taxpayers, to pay toward more killing of these children. Absolutely, yeah. So when you look at what happened here with this discovery, this gruesome discovery, and this happens, by the way, all the time. It's not right. just in D.C. because our client, Sandra Merritt, discovered this with regards to Planned Parenthood abortion clinics, the harvesting of baby body parts. And as a result, uh, she has been sued by Planned Parenthood because they want to keep that information out of the public. Facing millions of dollars and in fines And she's also been sued by prison. the state of California. Yeah. Initiated by Kamala Harris and then picked up and really uh, pushed forward by Xavier Becerra, who's now the secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services under the Biden administration. So they're wanting to push this bloody agenda further. Pray that uh, this is stopped, that the members of Congress and that there will be some pro-life Democrats that will join with the other Republicans to stop this abortion funding in this federal budget, because at the end of the day, it's you and me paying for this death. Pray that the sanctity of human life is restored in the United States and the safe place, again, becomes the womb. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation.